Hello. I, hi. <laughs> Low I energy, like, Connie. I, I think I just... I think talking about how maybe you were tired or you were tired right before we hit record, mm-hmm. it didn't make me tired, but it made me question. I was like, maybe maybe I am tired. It didn't I'm a make little... you not. It didn't give you energy. That's that's for sure. Whenever anyone's like, I'm tired, you're not like, zip go. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's, I'm a little peripherally, like I'm not hungover, but I was hungover yesterday, but I still had. One, two, three drinks over the course of the day. I had brunch. Uh, Were they fun so cocktails? I'm, no, mm-hmm. just two whiskeys. <laughs> at um, brunch? And, That's cool. No, no, at, at night. Two <laughs> yeah. at night. Oh. Whiskeys at night. Bellinis by day. <laughs> That's what makes... <laughs> Andrew, Andrew's, healthy, wealthy, and uh, gay. Yeah, play. <laughs> Hey. Um, I'll have a mocktail, Andrew, in the corner by himself. One whiskey <laughs> for my brunch. <laughs> I just, I yeah, toast no butter. <laughs> it was I. I did get uh, egg yolk like comically all over, like pretty much the all over my hand. Like literally, it looked like I dipped it in <laughs> egg yolk. It was pretty horrifying, actually. Like you were trying to make French toast out of your hand. Yeah, it just exploded the the old egg. Dang. I, I had a, uh, I had a hamburger with an egg on it, and let me tell you, I played eggs myself. are, eggs are the hand grenades of breakfast. Changed my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, nothing mm, else has the possibility to create such a disaster. Yeah, that you eat nothing's for got that explosive energy like an egg. Right. That's it's dangerous. It's good Correct. we solved that. This is the show, Yo, is this racist where we listen <laughs> oh, to your voice about racism with the help of a special guest or guest. There's no one here this week. Um, I'm, uh, but first we talk about current events. I'm Tawny Newsom. That's Andrew T. We got our producer, Kevin Bertelt. I have no dogs with me this week, so Tawny I don't know. Decide out. how you feel about that. Yeah, the dogs. Dogs were, uh, were, they, they were a big hit, I feel like. It was so nice to see them. I forgot we'd taken that yeah. screenshot. Yeah, it's a good so, screenshot. Those big dogs. Yeah, <laughs> big I love a dog. big dog. They just came over this morning. Their owner had coffee, and those dogs each had a full slice of bread. Mm. That's their favorite treat. And she says, whenever you have bread, you can give it to them. And they're 110 pounds, so I gave each dog a slice of bread, and I felt insane. Yeah. It's honestly wow. not that much for a 110-pound being. It really isn't. It's like kind of like us eating... A small slice of bread. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kind of, I had um, kind of an awkward uh, conversation when I was home last week where uh, Lee and I were about to have lunch. I made myself something. I saw my mom like making turkey sandwiches or something. And then my mom was like, okay, so I guess you're not going to make anything for Leah. And I was like, is that sandwich not? I was like, what's the deal with this turkey? And she was like, that's for the dog. He has a sensitive stomach. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were making people lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, a turkey sandwich? So in a sandwich? No, this was like some sort of like turkey ground beef situation that my mom now, she's like, the dog likes it warm. For context, we're not snooty with the dog. He is sadly very close to passing. Uh, he has like horrible oh, okay. kidney failure. And so he's like not eating anything at all. 
And so I guess turkey is good for the dog, question mark, and he won't eat it when it's cold. And so my mom will like warm up this turkey and I assumed it was for my girlfriend (laughs) Um, and it was not. And um, I like I like that Kevin has to distinguish between like, hey, we're not highfalutin elitists. Mm -hmm. okay? the dog's almost dead. Yeah. Yeah. So back off. Yeah, you can have Back you can have a warm, a little warm turkey, no matter who you are. Yes, yeah, uh, I know a lot of wise, people who dog cook wise. their dogs' food, dog wise. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, it was nuts. We were giving him big peanut butter scoops. I was like, wow, Aww. yeah, times are changing. I mean, dogs living well. It's nice mm-hmm. to just give them whatever the hell they want. Yeah, in the end, yeah. I feel like I don't know. Yeah. I'm also pretty. Did, you, did we talk about how the dogs just love um, fucking frozen peas from the grocery store? You've told me that. I don't know if this has been an un-mic conversation. It's wild. They like that shit more than treats. Hmm. Especially because Peanut's mouth, I've said this plenty of times, yeah. one frozen pea in Peanut's yeah. mouth is like us eating a frozen <laughs> navel orange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a whole clementine. <laughs> Mm-hmm. More, you know, just a big old chonky. It's weird. It's, a big it's weird how much they chomp. love them. Here's your slice of bread. Here's your frozen pea. Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> it's really. It's I really want to start like, a dog kitchen. A dog kitchen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you, a little dog yeah. restaurant that has Ooh. to be a thing, oh. right? All right, I'm Edie's doing my in the house. Got to be. Edie's I think there's the one in Paris. Somebody told me about one in France. Hi, Edie. Okay, um, we're getting a slow start, y'all. This is our. This is normally what we do on our other show. It's mm-hmm. called Yo Can We Live. You can listen to it on mm-hmm. Fridays. It's our premium show where we don't talk about racism. We shoot the shit and talk about fun things. Um, you can subscribe to that at suboptimalpods.com. I'm very excited about my contribution to yo can we live this week so if if you're oh gonna, i cannot wait if you're gonna if you're gonna thinking about subscribing but you're on the fence uh it's gonna be dumb real dumb well i see you're dumb and i raise you uh i'm very excited for my contribution this month to the bundle that is a little shop of horrors watch along <laughs> can't yeah. wait for y'all <laughs> to hear that next week or the week week after or whenever i Get it to Kevin. That's going to be such a treat. We have so many treats for you guys, but now's not the time for treats. Now's mm-hmm. the time the for sad treats. things. Yeah. Yeah. What did, what, um, I think, well, I guess we'll start potentially chronologically. Uh, I think we missed mentioning uh, Desmond Tutu had passed away. Oh, uh, yes. I guess I don't know specifically what else to say about that, but it felt like something we should acknowledge. Yeah, we all kind of went, oh, yeah, oh, no, we should have, oh, no. Um, yeah. So he was an anti-apartheid human rights activist, you know. Uh, it's and always interesting for me with folks like that who are so, so much of their work is tied to their religion, me not being a religious person. Sometimes I have to, like, mm-hmm. you know, separate, separate the different... Uh, ideologies that they may may hold that don't line up with mine but um mm-hmm. yeah all in all a, a, a very important activist and in person so yeah i think our show's a little you know this is this is where the seams of our show start to show because you mm-hmm. know we're comedians who don't really know mostly mm-hmm. what we're talking about and yet uh we we do talk about you know 
race. And, and I, we, we, you know, I guess it's like celebrate the people when you can. And that's also important. And remember that this, we'll call it a struggle. <sighs> mm-hmm. It felt I, churlish to say this struggle because what we're in is not exactly that. Yeah. I don't know. Why am I second this is less, What we're in is like a just a zipper that like gets misaligned. That we yeah. have a hard time zipping up. So um, I guess that's it. There's all I, there's there's real people doing real shit, and um, we're we're lucky to get to do our shit partially because of them. Yeah, there are things that I wonder that you know we don't have to do too deep a dive on mainly because we're too stupid to do that. But um, <laughs> there are things that I wonder about too too about you know all of his uh, uh, messages of anti being. You know, obviously anti-apartheid, but also anti-violence. Um, he was also very pro-reconciliation. He was like a bring people together, not tear them apart. So he was very like, yeah. I feel like, uh, and I don't have things to back this up, but I feel like the the quotes about him and stuff were very like pro-white uh, people. <laughs> like you'll never hear about Desmond Tutu being like, fuck whitey or whatever which so then that makes me wonder like oh by today's standards by today's kind of like yeah you know super lefty progressive standards would people consider him too moderate i don't yeah. know i think that's probably you know a product of the time product of the lens of history like it's also the fact sure. that we hear we hear about the reconciliationists more because racists oh, yeah. like that um so it's more palatable than talking about Fred Hampton. Yeah. Yes. So there's a little, it's a little of both. Um, but again, yeah. we ain't the people to do that conversation. We are not. We're the people to give you a little, a little snack, a little amuse bouche so that you can go off and do your own research and think about these things uh, with your friends and loved ones. And I don't know, listen to, listen to code switch or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> listen to people who know what the fuck they're talking about. Not us. Don't listen to us. Stop listening to us. Are you still here? turn it off right now um uh the other person who passed away was sydney poitier first black person first lots of firsts but first black person to ever win lead actor academy award lead actor he won it for lilies of the field i did not see lilies of the field i've only seen uh guess who's coming to dinner and i think and in the heat of the night Mm -hmm. i loved in the heat of the night as a kid why did i love that terrifying very intense movie so much as a kid. I I mean, two reasons for me is that I feel like it was like weirdly syndicated a lot. Like I feel like I saw parts of it a lot. Is oh, sure. Like possible? it was just on? Yeah. I think it, it, it to me it, was, it might be up there with like stuff that felt serious that you could basically get. Yeah. I feel like it would just be on. Yeah, I have that feeling too. Yeah. I don't know. I just yeah. feel like I feel dumb now that I'm trying to articulate this, but some some version of that maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I get it. Did you ever watch the TV show that spun off out of it? Mm. I know I'm it was like, very is, different. Is that what I was thinking of? Maybe I'm just uh, dummy. I mean, that was on a lot too, but Yeah. I guess I just, I don't totally remember if I'm being honest. That's okay. I put you on the spot. This isn't a film podcast. I feel like I put um, myself on the spot for no good reason. <laughs> we are good at that. And also, this is like a thing I feel like we should say something about, but I don't know. We've, I think we already fucked up the chronological order of this. Uh, oh, probably. We, we didn't cause another capital insurrection by not releasing an episode. So that's cool. 
That's true. We didn't put out like, um, you know, uh, the rescuers down under watch along or something and cause another insurrection. Thereby thereby causing. Yeah, it was really, um, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't tell how one was supposed to react to this anniversary. I feel like the, our public figures did a bad job. Um, oh, they did a real bad job. I'm sorry. That uh, God love all the actors and Lynn Manuel. Everybody doing their best, but that just if Nancy Pelosi calls you, just don't answer the phone. Just spare yourself the cringe. It just feels don't like the the, phone. that's the correct answer. Well, also it's just like we are entertainers, and we typically have mm-hmm. the uh, we'll call it self awareness. <laughs> Maybe that's not nice or fair, but we at least have the self-awareness to, for instance, if someone asked us to make as part of an official government response to the September 11th, or Jesus, the January 6th thing, uh, I think we would be like, ah, that's not a good idea. Right. And whether it's self-awareness or cowardice, the result is the same in that we're going to stare our asses home and not yeah show show ourselves like that at least just, as far as the government response because it's it is just oof. like y'all this was this was very bad but also you know our politics don't allow anything other than pretending it's simply left versus right i do you know both sides right. kind of shit and and the I don't know. I don't know what to do with like how soft this is it's like yeah this is these people like really clearly would have used violence to enact a racist theocracy. Um, but that... But they also were a bunch of fucking clowns. Like, Yeah. Well, I yeah, I guess it's where a little like, of both. Yes, yeah. this, this was very bad, but I'm also like, actually, they were just a bunch of trash-ass clowns, and the less oxygen we give them, the better. Like, let's not yeah. remember this day ever again. <laughs> I mean, we have to remember that it happened, but you know what I mean? Like, we don't need to mark the time with... Yeah. Musicals. Well, maybe maybe my thing. Yeah, it's like it's that like remembering the day with a commemoration is the least. Like having not done anything else about it, you don't get to do a right. little celebration. Right. Maybe that's what it is. It's like so we didn't punish maybe. properly the people that should have been punished for it. Yeah. But we're gonna have a little like yeah. It's it's actually like recital. It softens it. It's just yeah. like. Look, this was either yeah. treason or not, but like pretending it was just a bad thing that you like. Look, if it's treason, which it was, it's like there are solutions to that that don't involve being scolded. Like scolding actually does. It's worse because it's like, well, this is this is our like less than slap on the wrist. Um Yeah. Um, again, no shade to Lynn or to anyone involved. It, it's hard to, when the government asks you to do something, I get that it's hard to be like, is yeah. this cringe? Um, yeah. <laughs> like you probably are just like, oh, this will help. So I yeah. fully get that. I'm sure I will do something like this in the future. Yeah. When the government asks you to, to do something, I do it unless it's pay taxes. Just kidding. Andrew, Andrew, right. if you say it on the podcast, they can establish a, a, a chain of events. I think I, I, you got to start paying those. Too much taxes you gotta last pay year. taxes. <laughs> pay too much. You're like, here, here's a little something extra. <laughs> no, here's my something nice for yourself. Because like every time my accountant was like, is this, is this a real business expense? I was like, well, I guess maybe like, but then at a certain point I was like, no, this was, but I like 
was just on a roll of knocking shit off. <laughs> oh my god, I love uh, it. Um, entertainment, y'all. We're horrible people. Um, um, I know. Look, as long as we're talking about things that aren't really germane to this show, um, mm. the anniversary of uh, David Bowie's passing is was important to me. Is important to me. He would have been seventy five this year, and I just found myself like looking at. Looking at, you know, pictures of him, pictures of him and Iman, just thinking about what a what a presence he was, what an unproblematic fave mm-hmm. <laughs> Bowie was. Also, it was, you know, he wasn't really on social media in his last year, so I'm sure he yeah. proved me wrong. There's but, probably it as far yeah. as we know of that. But you know what? As far as his peers go, that's a win. <laughs> yep. He if, was doing pretty good. Yeah. Um, if we can keep him listed under, yeah. as far as we know, he wasn't a huge fucking bigot. Uh, compared yeah, to every no. other. I mean, I've got a picture hanging over my head right now of him and Tina Turner sharing, yeah. like drinking out of a bottle of champagne at the exact same moment. So I'm like, anyone Tina Turner was cool with. Yeah, I'm sure. He was probably look, fine. There's generational shit. We don't know, but yes. He did okay. And we don't need you to message us with things that uh, fly in the face of that. We, we don't, don't need know. it. I just mentioned it because we were already kind of off topic for this show. So yeah. I thought, Let's I guess back this. back to um, t- listen to that last album, Black Star. Oh yeah. If there's a, I don't know if there's a topic that again, I don't know what our commentary is on it. Um, the people who uh, lynched Ahmad Arbery were found uh, guilty, sentenced to, I bl- it was life, two lives and one thirty years Life's or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I don't know it. You know, none of this brings uh, true justice, of course. Um, but compared to the justice system we have, it's remarkable that something like this could happen. Um, and this obviously, under this, I I feel like uh, people on Twitter at least were really quick to point out, or not quick, but pointing out, and something that I hadn't really, I guess, processed, um, that without Larry Hobbs, um, who's a local journalist in... in uh, was like the Brunswick news. Um, this just wouldn't have happened. I don't know. I guess it's like mm. that, like, like justice for people of color or again, whatever this passes as like, it feels weird to call it justice, but our quote unquote justice system, our legal system, whatever the fuck that has a best phrase for. This is an exception, I guess, you know, and this, yeah. this was something that would have been buried um, and nothing would have come of it if it weren't for extraordinary circumstances. And that right. is just one element. And a element. lot of oxygen. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean, it feels ridiculous to say it's an like imperfect system, but yeah, the system fucking sucks, but this is Yeah, it is way. an imperfect system, but yeah, we can't ignore the fact that it only that any measure of justice was only achieved um, after so much, you know, just after it got so much visibility and oxygen. So I don't know what the moral is there. Like, stay angry. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But, like, harness your outrage. You know, we hear the term fake outrage a lot. But, like, truly, like, when you're paying attention, when you're able to be paying attention to these things and, you know, these stories cross your path, like, yeah, the... I don't know, it may seem hollow or we may be getting tired of posting and talking about things, but the amplification of things that matter to you are sometimes the only, yeah, yeah, it's sometimes it's the only thing that will lead to some sort of justice. I don't know. Yeah. It's sort of like 
the least you can do. Maybe that's that's it. It's like yeah. it's not that it's hollow. It's that it's thin. But um, yeah, lots of thin things added together is you know substantial. Yeah, I was gonna say sure. thick, but then that started to feel weird. Strange. <laughs> what a weird phrase. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, so that is, you know, strange news, but I, I had also read that the judge held a moment before sentencing, held a moment of silence. I think he did one minute to yeah. represent a fifth of the time that, uh, Arbery was being pursued by yeah. these murderers. I don't know how many judges are really like actually <laughs> doing this sort of thing. I guess I'm not in a lot of courtrooms, but, um, yeah, well, I mean, I think that maybe is another thing that we talked about, like, you know. You saw it on in Kyle Rittenhouse. You see it here. It's judges have immense power over mm-hmm. life, death, actual justice. Uh, their biases are incredibly evident, often unpunished, um, always unpunished statistically. Mm-hmm. And and okay, maybe the positive spin on it is that is where you have power, right? Like right. your your one in a hundred million vote for president does one thing but like when you when you're electing local judges you know those motherfuckers get elected by margins of thousands of votes sometimes in big cities sometimes way less like imagine your vote and your you know campaigning and you're just like helping people you know achieving some type of move towards anything resembling actual justice is more doable than you think um and I don't know. It's it starts with your actual fucking neighborhood, your actual fucking um, city. I don't know what's in a yeah. city. I guess county. What other what other municipal uh, <laughs> school we boards? Them. We could keep listing them. Unincorporated rural area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love a. Mm-hmm. I like loose land. <laughs> Is that just living on loose land? Is that a phrase? Is that where you no, live? It is for me. Oh, okay. Just, just. I'm loose. definitely on some loose land. <laughs> yeah. If you ask me, I am. Something that you guys uh, say every now and then that I, I often think about too is just like, and kind of similar to what you were just saying too, of just not like giving up when it seems like, oh, there's less stuff like this in the news. So clearly it must be all soft and I'll go back to beach volleyball yeah. now and then I'm never going to think about these like racial injustices mm. again like this stuff does like n- never ends and I, yeah. I i don't know i see it a lot of times too with like online or with like friends or family members like they're really involved for like a month and then it just like drops mm. off and it's like you can't just stop after a couple of weeks like you know yeah um not that you need to drop it and make it your full-time job but like i don't know just i see it a lot of just like the clear enthusiasm on like social media of, of like, you know, people really caring for two weekends and then it like kind of mm. shifts back to whatever they were doing. And yeah, know. yeah, that, that a little bit is why. So like for uh solidarity and snacks, which is the mutual aid group that I try to do as much as I can with when I can, um, that my friends started. I it's, it's all, the whole point is it's not, hierarchical but i i would feel even though everyone is theoretically equals working in it i would like to make sure that it's clear that i'm less lesser among equals um sure but um 
I, I, so one thing, two things, one with that is like over the holidays, um, uh, the group skipped like a supply distribution, uh, day on Christmas day. And that was mainly because it was like, everyone was getting a little burned out, but also it's like Christmas day is the day where like every fucking charity, yeah. mm-hmm. every fucking religious organization, shows up. everyone shows up and it's like, yep. and then like. Um, you know, the sort of tourism of it. So there's, there's, there's like big holidays, big religious holidays, and then big injustices. But the rest (laughs) of the time you're like, Hey, no one is any less in need of sustenance, shelter, whatever, just cause it's not a fucking holiday. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, so to that end, actually, I know a lot of people, I guess might as well mention not mention it now, but since, since I'm about to say something, um, you know, Solidarity and Snacks, Venmo at Solidarity and Snacks uh, to just co- help contribute to that if you feel like it, if you're in Los Angeles, feel free to come by if you mm-hmm. like. Um, we're on uh, Skid Row on Saturday mornings um, or Saturday noon, I guess. Um, but uh, it is also true that if you are the type of person who is sort of motivated once, but then finds yourself slipping back into the... Uh, your comfortable life, which is fine. Um, mm-hmm. Even though it feels like, this is a little counterintuitive, but the the bones of it work better is just give money. Like your money is usable mm-hmm. and and can be distributed over a longer tail. It can be, you know, modulated. It can be saved. It doesn't have to be used that day. Whereas like a glut of like effort and like wanting to feel like you're, hands are Mm. contributing or something. But if it's like, if you're just doing it on Thanksgiving, Christmas and like, you know, two big injustices a year, Mm. that's not Mm -hmm. helpful because that's, that's when your, your boots on the ground are of the least value because of the supply, the supply of, of people willing to do something for a day is super high. Um, that it's it's probably better to do a little bit throughout the whole year rather than a lot on one day and then just like drop it. Yeah, you know? as far as like utility goes, obviously like everyone is useful at, at any time. Yep, that's true. Ast- that's true. Aster- asterisk sometimes not really, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know there are I've, there are many people doing things for the wrong reasons. Especially, I mean, like you know sometimes you like uh, even we'll just see like. There, there are people like a bunch of like young religious people who are there to both proselytize and to do stuff, but also it's like clearly like part of some sort of like group thing. Yeah. Like you could just tell they are a thousand percent not coming back. Um, this is mm-hmm. not, this doesn't do enough. And it's fine. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's like all part of a uh, network of aid and, and, yeah, why are we questioning religion so hard? But, you know, I guess anything that motivates people to do good stuff is fine enough. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, we're not being entertaining, but we're being thoughtful. But we're also not that smart. So <laughs> for those reasons, we should take a commercial break and come Flawless. back. Come back. Flawless. And uh, actually do the thing that is sort of helpful, which is fucking make fun of people's personal problems after the break. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, we are back. We have energy. We took a deep (laughs) breath. 
Nope. Uh, <laughs> if you're new to the show, if this is one of your court-ordered uh, uh, yeah. anti-racism assignments, yeah, there's some wild tonal shifts. Mm-hmm. You don't get to have a racism show and have things be smooth. Yeah. So, first act kind of heavy. Second act gonna can be a little lighter. Yeah, know? it can be different. Sometimes the first act is fun. I don't know. Where else? Oh yeah, I just meant this particular episode. Yeah. There's, there's, you know, this is a. Uh, we can't be all, all, all yucks all the fucking time because of all the racism. So that's right. Your fault, racism. Yeah. It's not ours. All right. Um, welcome to the show. This is your fault. Okay, Kevin, <laughs> kick it. Hi, Andrew. It's Honey and Guest. Um, I have a pretty quick question, but is calling the U.S., the United States, just America, that racist in itself? Because it basically ignores, you know, the whatever, 20 other countries in and what it means to be American on what I believe to be just white people. I think that's generally the image portrays, I guess, in my mind when when people think of America. But anyways, that's my question is calling the, you, you, it's always calling the United States just American races. Thanks, love your show. Bye. Oh, nice. I like this question. Oh, I was going to say it was I too I like long. it because I, well, look, that person was on their commute. They were on the highway. They <laughs> I had like when to it fill the time. Go, it goes too long, but they also took the time to mention it was going to be a short question. It's like, yeah, just, that's, I love that. They didn't want, know once they started talking. We can tell if it's going. short by how long the voicemail <laughs> is. No I like that. this question because when I travel somewhere or when I hear Americans talk about being from America. It makes mm-hmm. I just think it sounds so stupid. I think you sound very dumb when you say like, "Oh, when someone in another country says, "Where are you from?" and you go, "America." America. <laughs> America. One time I heard the best response one time in Ecuador, um someone responded, "Oh, cool, me too." <laughs> I was like, "That is a perfect response." <laughs> The most American um, conversation. <laughs> yeah. Where are you from? America. And and an Ecuadorian said, oh, cool. Me too. Me. Um, <laughs> but I just think it sounds dumb. Just say the States. Everyone says the States. They know what that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Just say the U.S. U.S. Mm-hmm. Just say USA. Right. Three say times USA. in a row. Chant it. Yeah. yeah. Pump your fist. Yep. I don't know. I Maybe this is like an elitist uh, traveler snob thing, but it does bother me. Cause just because I think you, you sound dumb. You make us sound dumb. Yeah. Well, I, I think the general issue is the the default of uh, Americans. Right. <laughs> uh, like, like, we have uh, such a... Americans you, is different because we don't have you, another term that's yeah. as easy to use it's the place one that bothers me just want to be clear sorry mm-hmm. i guess it's to me yeah right sometimes online you see usians which is i'm, I'm fine with hard that. hard to say but it's uh, hard to say but i wouldn't be mad at it i'd be like oh okay you solved that annoying problem but sort of our our uh general considering ourselves to the be the default of whatever thing the center of the mm-hmm. universe is um, I guess it has to be rooted in racism. 
it's the like like just the believing that the United States is somehow special uh, when yeah. clearly we are actively worse than any other <laughs> country. Uh, you heard it here first, folks. Um, <laughs> did you hear it here first? Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, it's it's the, it's the sort of like supremacy of this. It's like, yeah, we're a big rich nation because we stole land and resources from the people who lived here and then we enslaved other people to build the infrastructure like several times. So I don't know. Is that great? We're rich, sort of, but we're sort of. doing a... Yeah, we're, we're bad at that in, too. In certain lights, <laughs> you hold us up to certain lights, we're rich. Yeah, we're tacky, um, but we're rich. And we're not rich. We also have extreme wealth disparity and poverty. Wow, why are we yeah. doing like... Why are we acting like senior this? Senior year, senior year of high school. Here's America why. sucks. Because <laughs> Social the, rants. the caller came in with the real like just took a bong hit energy. That's uh, true. And so we're, we got real we're Blacklight that. Rogan energy, you're right. Yeah, we're matching that. We're just like... Blacklight posters. Yeah, yeah dog. <laughs> It is racist, bro. Yeah, man. The Mayans invented cell phones, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's that to me is like, yeah, of course. But, uh, you know, it's like the whole two continents are just named over, named after uh, colonists. So, like, I don't know. What are, yeah, what, so. are, what, are, what is what are we fighting for? It's it's. It's racist in the way that the weight of history is racist and that the way that uh, Americans perceive themselves to be the center and the default is racist, but that's also the level of racism we live with for literally everything. <laughs> so yeah, I guess there's an element of like, is it more racist than usual? Maybe not. No, but if you're going to change your behavior around it, mainly do it because you'll sound smarter. Yeah. You'll sound yeah. more worldly. <laughs> yeah. 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 You sound, you're, you'll be a cooler, better person. <laughs> yeah, what we can promise you on this show are cool tips. You'll definitely be cool. <laughs> After you listen to 10,000 hours of Yo, Is This Racist, you, watch the cool. cool points stack up. You're going to have five or six. <laughs> You're going to have two leather-looking jackets. <laughs> Leather's not cool. Hi, I'm a big fan of the show. I'm actually listening to old episodes because I'm sad and alone in my house. Uh-oh. And uh, holy shit, I just listened to one about the blackface mom, and it made me remember that I discovered that my mom had done blackface back in, like, the 70s when she was a teenager, which does not make it okay. Um, and I had forgotten about it, and I hadn't at the time I chose not to confront her about it. And so my question is, like, how fucked up is it that I hadn't confronted her about it and still have not? Because then I forgot. Um, we were going through old photos, and I found this photo of her in blackface. And it's like a Halloween photo. And on the back, wow. it says, like, her name. And then it says, black girl next to it, which is so fucked up. And I was so <laughs> shocked when I saw that. I like that, that she I, had like, to label it. Anything. And then was thinking about it. Which is like bad. she was gonna forget. Like, oh, she's like just starting in her anti-racism <laughs> journey. Like I don't want to. Oh, which is so fucked up. But I, 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 I did, haven't talked to anyone about this. But I was like, I don't want to like um, confront her about this and then have her feel so shameful that she, I don't know, that she like doesn't 
work through what she needs to work through. Um, and she she's like, I think she's doing good and making good progress and has been able to, she has said to me, like, I know that things that I thought and said in the past were racist, and which I think is good. So, um, yeah, anyway, tell mm. me how bad it is that I have not confronted her about it. Um, I need to do that. Thanks. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Did anyone else picture this caller like crouched in like their childhood bedroom under the like under in their the blanket. kitchen? <laughs> yeah, like guys, okay, wait, so I found the picture and on the back it says um black girl got a lot of Mary Beth nineteen seventy four, a black girl. Had you in the background. Yeah. Dinner's ready, sweetheart. Just why a minute, do, mom. Why do people keep shit like that lying around? I know. I don't Great even question. my my tweets that are older than three months are get nuked. Like, why the oh, fuck would you? Smart. Why would you keep a photo of yourself in blackface from the seventies? Huh. Yeah. 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 Um, Wild but caller, welcome to that feeling you have of like, oh shit, I don't want to confront her. And then have her basically freeze up and interrupt all this good, positive work that she's doing. Welcome to the feeling that, like, all people of color have constantly when someone (laughs) does something fucked. And you're like, okay, well, do I call them out and risk them, like, absolutely freaking out and then just either going backwards or stagnating or avoiding me forever? How can I use I statements? How can I use a million I statements to be like... (laughs) I felt strange when I heard this slur out in our office. Like it's a it's a constant fucking sad dance on a tightrope and I'm sorry you got to do it with your mom. That's hmm. I mean obviously I come down on the other side of this in a pretty significant way because of even what you just said which is like I I think there there and this is a different calculus I guess when it's your family or when you like really want mm. these people to be better but there is a mm-hmm. thing with like this show which I think is is it's the reason the show kind of works is the disconnect between these two things which is like to me confronting a racist or racist act or whatever is not about the mm-hmm. perpetrator I don't give a shit if the perpetrator improves um, and often, because and, and that sort of goes hand in hand with what the caller said, which is like, oh, I don't want her to like, you know, be feel bad and, and get worse. But I'm like, to me, that's like just such a clear indication of character. Like, if you are confronted by some terrible shit you did, and it makes you more compelled to defend or do that terrible shit of any kind, you're just a bad person. And like, there's no what is worth redeeming about that asterisk. I know it's people's parents, but. Yeah, but Andrew, you've definitely had this where you work with somebody and you have to risk them not completely shutting down. Like you've had to do that in a work setting where you rely on them liking you in some way. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, some part of your current comfort relies on that. Yeah. But I guess to me, I'm like never hand wringing about it. I'm like, yeah. I'm just I'm doing I'm not doing this for personal gain <laughs> and it's not great but it is what it is. I guess so but to, yeah. to let me to to complete the thought on that is that it's like less about like and this is why I am a big proponent of public shaming and like doing this shit in public which is like it's not mm. about fixing the person it's about letting anyone who might be 
uh, hurt by the, that those actions to know that sure. the community, me, at least as a member of the community, however you want to define it, is not down with this. So, like, I'm sure. never doing it for the, we'll just call it the racist, even though that's not exactly what I mean. Um, but it's very evocative. Um, but, like, yeah. it's not about them. I just do not give a shit about them. I give a shit about everyone that they are injuring in some way. And so that's why the big fight to me is that is the substance. That's a positive thing, um, which I know yeah. makes me a weird person. <laughs> with bad instincts about how to live life um, no i i honestly think look i know it's not like you're saying i'm incredible for being able to do this but i think it's it just makes you it means you're more practiced at it probably and you're yeah. just a bit more practiced at like getting past the icky feelings that the rest of us kind of still struggle with right the i mean i yeah i i think the part of that is this podcast specifically and, you know, the joke we make, which is true, is that, like, we do this so that we don't have to be that guy or that person all the right. time. Like, it's like, all right, we do this, like, whatever, a couple hours a week. Um, and then the rest of the time, it's yeah. at our discretion. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it's... A, yeah, exactly. But, but, <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't know. I fail to see the hand-wringing in, in people like our caller. Like... Because I'm just like, look, if you don't mm. want to deal with it, I don't, I don't know why that's such a guilt-laden decision, too. It's just like, ugh, it's just like, this is what I'm doing. Right. Which is like, fine, but make a choice. Realize you're a coward. I, maybe that's it. I realize I'm a coward at the same time. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm a bad person. Yeah. The only time it goes smoothly for me is when I'm like very excited to be self-righteous. And that's that's rare because usually it's always in like worky settings. So it's often hard for me to take joy in that because I'm like, oh, my God, this person's going to this person is in charge of some part of my fate. So right. how hard I go at them will affect my life. But the few times when it's not the few times when I'm like, yeah, I kind of work with this person. or I'm kind of associated with them, but like they can't really do shit to me. Oh, that's a delicious email that I like to write. <laughs> I love to write a delicious email. Yeah. I've done that a few times. Uh-oh, really I got an email from Tawny, and this one looks delicious. <laughs> I just wrote it while we were talking. <laughs> dinner served, Kevin. <laughs> Subject, dinner served. <laughs> we don't say dinner is served enough. Truly. We yeah. don't. You know what else my bandmate Bethany said that made me realize? Because we watched um we watched the Gimme Shelter documentary, which whew, don't recommend it. I'll talk about it on the <laughs> other show. Um I mean I recommend it, but whatever. It says it's the greatest rock film ever made. And I was like, why what? have I never seen this? And I watched it and I was like, I have notes. Um <laughs> <laughs> but there was a clip of uh Tina Turner and some other people in there, and Bethany just goes you know, we as a culture collectively gave up on the phrase sock it to me. <laughs> <laughs> like we fully did. Mm -hmm. We gave up. That was a good that phrase. Drop. We, we, a lot of stuff. we socked it to them too much. The 60s socked, socked, socked it to, it to us. Everyone. Something I'm trying um, to bring back true. that Leah finds very annoying is I off, maybe like twice a week we'll go, now that's what I call music. <laughs> I like that. Sometimes, half the time, I'm it is about that. a song, but other times it's like a delicious dinner or something. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that is what you call yeah. music. Yep, that's music to me. Um, <laughs> what else do we do on this show? Three two three three eight nine seven two two three. Call in with your questions. I feel like mm-hmm. did we need to talk about Omicron? I've been living my life uh, in sort of a hybrid isolation, which is like I go out one one day and then I stay home for like three days, and then I go out another yeah. day. Yeah. Um, I'm doing jobs here and there, which like a few of them, I'm like, this is wild that we're working right now. But um, so I'm like getting herky jerky tests all over the place for all these different jobs. And then I'll be like on set with 200 people. And then I'll stay on my mountain for nine days because I'm just like, if I have COVID, I just want to be here. So, yeah, I think everyone's kind of just doing what they can. And I don't know what no one's really no one's doing it. Great. Me included. Mm -hmm. Nope. Nope. Um, in case nope. you missed last week's episode, Sketchfest is postponed, so um, oh yes, will not be there yes. on the twenty second. Postponed to next yes. year. Yes, yes. Yep. So, San Francisco. Uh, as you're well aware, I'm not a fan. But uh, so you have one more, <laughs> one less year of Andrew. <laughs> I have fun every time we go up there, but man, I just San Francisco. I didn't know this. I just, I, I think, I just feel so vindicated that the te- now that the tech bros have taken over, I was like, I knew there was something I didn't like about that place. You anyway, liked it in the nineties. Come, come see us in twenty twenty three. Come see us back in time in the nineties when San Francisco was good. Yeah, nice. Uh, all right, <laughs> bring back nineties San Francisco. Three two three three eight nine seven two two three. Call in, leave your questions. I'm sorry, I keep making yeah. fun of everyone, but we do love the voicemails, or we love, I don't know, nineteen percent of the voicemails. Um, yeah, absolutely. But it's nice to hear from everyone. Uh, yeah, and we're also this. using that phone number for uh, all things suboptimal pods. So if you call in, if you're a subscriber to either the bundle or just to our premium show, or even if you just leave a little tip, there's just a little tip jar option if you want to support us. Um, But you can use that number to call in to react to any of the shows on there. You can call in with good stuff you want to promote on Yo Can We Live. You can call in and just tell us uh, uh, something about something we did on a watch along, whatever you want. But just say what it's for when you're leaving your thing so we don't think it's a racism voicemail. I'm happy to no? say say it at the very end because I I get a little enjoyment out of being like what the fuck are these people you calling want the when ride I'm, when I'm okay. screening no don't do that I don't know do whatever you want people obviously yep <laughs> we have no power over you we can't make you do shit we can't make anyone do shit thank you for listening bye bye peace this is suboptimal.